0: We're now joined by Coach Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma. Coach, your opening thoughts.
1: All right, thanks everybody. Uh, certainly good to, to see everybody back here in uh, in Arlington. Good, good to be back in uh, uh, our second home here. Uh, so very, very thankful for uh, for a regular, a uh, little bit more regular media days, uh, which is, has followed up here a great a great off season certain, uh, Really, really proud of our team and the way that we've uh, handled it up to this point. Uh, I think everybody's looking forward, and, and I think there's a lot of anticipation right now on uh, this season, I think college football in general, getting back to, to what we all know and love. So I, I think we're all certainly anticipating that, and then maybe in some ways more anticipation for this season than any we've ever had. So uh, very much excited to, to be a part of it and excited to be representing Oklahoma here. Uh, with that, we'll take questions.
0: Okay, Coach, we've got a whole cluster of people that have got questions for you. We're going to try to make this quick if we can go around. We're going to start right on the aisle, and then we'll move over to the outside and then come forward. Hey, Lincoln. Eric Bailey with the Tulsa World. Hey, we saw Washington State's three-year progression on defense under Alex Grinch. Have you seen that similar pattern with him at Oklahoma, or has it exceeded any expectations you may have had?
1: Well, Eric, the, the expectations were, were very high uh, to begin with. I mean, I, Oklahoma's a place when, when we when we began the search for a new defensive coordinator. It's a place you feel like you can go out and have a chance to hire just about anybody in the country. One of the great advantages of, of being able to work at a, at a program like this, and. You know, Alex quickly separated himself for us during that process because of what we believed that this could be. And, and our, our visions were so much in line, it was almost scary for not really knowing each other that well prior to. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the progression's been great. Uh, it's uh, We were, you know, much improved year one. We took a big step year two, and our plan is to take another big step here. And uh, a lot of things go into that. Uh, you know. Players now having been in that system for a couple of years, some really strong leaders. I think because of our success as a team, and 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 especially our success defensively over the last few years, we've been able to to recruit at a higher and higher level, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And we 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 just we look different, just even walking into a team meeting room on that side of the ball than we did a few years ago. It just it just looks different, and uh, in a positive way. So. Uh, still a lot of work to be done. Uh, extremely high expectations for our defensive season, but I believe we've got the right people in the room to get it done.
0: We got two questions on the lo- right over here. Hey Lincoln Jenny Carlson with the Oklahoma. Hey uh,
1: Spencer not here today. I know you usually bring upperclassmen, so I assume that's why he's still in Norman, but could you just uh, expand on his level
0: of maturity? We saw it on the field last year. But as a guy that's going to get so much attention,
1: how do you expect him to handle that? And have you talked at all about ways that you guys might work to minimize that, or I, I don't, I just just your philosophy and how you're going to deal that as it relate, relates to him? Yeah, no, he's he's definitely uh, you know in Norman because of our our long-standing belief of bringing upperclassmen here uh certainly he would be plenty deserving as well uh but with only two guys you gotta you gotta make a call uh yeah I, I think he's very well equipped for this uh i do it's it's he's had some great examples to look up to you know even as we were recruiting him with baker and kyler and and then his first year in-house with us with jalen uh guys that You know those three probably got more attention than any player in college football during that time and i think all three handled it extremely well albeit some in different ways but handled it very well and you know spencer's a team first guy Uh, he is he has been his entire time here Um, we have visited about it uh, because it is it can be a factor if you let it you certainly can't ignore it and i think you got to have a philosophy in place both for the player and then you know, for the person that, and myself, that makes some of the decisions on maybe what he may do or not do, uh, we, we've got to be on the same page, and I think we we certainly are. And uh, you know, he's he's had some success because he's been a humble, team-first guy. And and as as his career continues, if he'll continue to do that, uh, then he'll continue to improve at the rate that he has.
0: We got a question on the front row, Dean. Stand up, stand up, Dean.
1: Okay, got you.
0: Uh, Dean Blevins, News 9, Oakland City. Uh, Lincoln, the uh, expectation or some of the comments from players has been that this is the year to get over the hump, if you will, to, to go on and uh, win in the playoffs. Do you believe that? And if so, what is the thinking? What
1: what areas have you seen or do you expect to see the improvement to get you over Yeah, I mean, you know, this is Oklahoma. Every year is the year to do that. Um, You know, it takes it it takes a lot to get it done. There's no question about it. Um, You know, it's. I I think for us and our team right now, I think we have a a genuine excitement and confidence about the people in the room right now, and that uh, we have the people. we have enough ability in the room that we have people that are invested um, wholly in, in what we can be as a team. And I think the I think then for us, our focus kind of zeros back in on getting to the best version of ourselves. And that's, you know, if we feel like that, that if we do that, then things will happen the way that they're supposed to happen. And uh, so I think uh, that's been our focus uh, from day one when we flipped over after, after, uh, after beating florida in this building uh into our off season and with the current team that's that's been our focus and uh so i think i think the guys are excited about the team and what we have coming back and the new guys coming in the whole mix of it but the good thing is we have enough guys in the room that understand all that it takes to to get it done and to be a factor at the end of the season it's Every year, they're really, really hard. I know we say that all the time, but they, they always are. It's hard to win the Big 12 championship. It's hard to get in the playoffs. It's hard to win in the playoffs. you gotta—you got to be at your very best to do it. And uh, we got a team that believes in themselves but also understands and fully appreciates the long, tough road ahead.
0: we got a question on the second row, and then we're going to move to the front row.
1: Hey Lincoln, uh, Will Blessing, Gaylord College, at the University of Oklahoma. So Jeremiah Hall is entering his fifth um, season with the team. What does his veteran status um, add to the offense and this team as a whole? Yeah, he, he's definitely you know one of the, one of the guys, one of our bell cows. You know, one of the guys that we'll lean on. Certainly offensively, but maybe more importantly, just as a, as an entire team, uh, he's a. He's been through the fire. He's an absolute team first guy. Uh, you know, been really proud of his progression as a player, what he's meant to us, and uh, but we're going to need his best. I mean, the best teams, you look at it, and your seniors, your older guys, your veterans, always play the very best ball of their career, and uh, that's he's one of the guys that we'll certainly be counting on in a lot of different ways to get that done.
0: Question on the front row. Hi, Coach Riley, Madison Adario, Gaylord College at OU. Uh, you've had some unexpected changes to your running back core for this upcoming season. With Eric Gray coming in, what do you see his role being as a running back this season?
1: Yeah, Eric's been – I can't say enough about the kid walking in here day one. He's uh, He's a true professional. I mean, he has – I told somebody earlier, it feels like He's been in our program for months or years already. It literally felt like that the day he walked in the door. I mean, it's just a very businesslike attitude. He's done and honestly exceeded everything that we've put in front of him. Uh, he learned offense quickly. He really got acclimated with his teammates and the university quickly. He does everything right. I mean, he's, you can see why the guy's had some success early on in his career. And you combine that with some good experience. And uh, we're thrilled to have him. I mean, I think regardless of, Who's in our running back room, you know, he, he's going to be a big factor. So he, we were thrilled to get him, and he has been a, a joy to have up to this point.
0: On the right side, about halfway back.
1: Hey, Lincoln, Garen name of the Tulsa World. The last four years, you've spoken at length about the Grow U program and how that ties to the culture that you've developed in your time at Oklahoma. I'm curious if you've revisited that, touched on that again with your guys this offseason. Based on some of
0: the incidents that have occurred off the field, some of the dismissals and decisions you've had to make,
1: Uh, I would say the Grow U program was forced to change a lot uh, for us during the during the pandemic. You know that was one of the things, unfortunately, you know, getting out in the community, holding team gatherings, bringing in outside speakers. I mean, all those things that we're used to doing uh, that that we had to significantly alter. And uh, so excited to. This spring, it's certainly been a lot more normal for us. It's been good to, to have some of these team activities and do some of these uh, uh, things that we that we believe in that are certainly core values of our program. So it's a it's a program that's very important to us, and uh, you know we've continued to to, to push it. We've, we're going to continue to invest our, our time, our resources, um, everything we can, into continuing to build these guys.
0: Question in the rear left side.
1: Hey, Coach, Carter Yates with the Daily Techs And going back to the running back room, Kennedy Brooks Zero. opted out of the 2020 season, but he's back in 2021. What did you see out of him in spring practice, and what does he bring to your offense? It's great to have Kennedy back. He's, uh, you know, he was, I think, what, what should be expected. He was rusty uh, early on in spring, you know, when you, you know, and I think he, he Certainly worked during the time that he was away, but you just you can't miss a year of football and come back, you know, right away. But I give him credit; he's worked hard. You know, I think you know Coach, Coach Murray's been been really good for him. It's been good to see those two getting a chance to work together. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think finished the spring very strong. And you can't, you know, the guys had so much production for us. He's done it in big games, done it in big moments. Uh, knows our system inside and out. You know, he's really pushing himself to, to try to be the best version that he can be here um, kind of towards the end of his career. And uh, so, and I think for him, there's a sense of, you know, not having last year and, and kind of maybe a little bit more of an appreciation for the process and all that it takes and the opportunity to play. So we're, we're thrilled to have him back and, and uh, excited to turn him loose.
0: Hi, Coach Elise Jones with Gaylord College at OU. So, what are your thoughts on this idea of the playoff expansion, and how do you think this would impact a team like OU?
1: Uh, thanks for the question. Uh, I think the expansion uh, that's been proposed is a is a great start, you know, and I commend the committee that put it together because you got to put yourself out there. I mean, you got to you got to start somewhere, and uh, I think their proposal was. Really good in a lot of ways. I think it addressed, you know, maintaining the bowls, which are so important to the history of our game that I, you know, hope we never turn our back on. Uh, I think it addressed getting the conference champions in the playoff, which is needed to happen. Uh, I think it addressed a, a pathway for a group of five member to, to be able to get into the playoffs, which honestly hasn't been realistic under the current system. So, in my mind, all of those are great things. I still think there's work to be done, questions to be answered. Uh, I know the obvious ones of you know, how many games do you want to play in a season? Uh, you know, it's certainly one, is 12 too many. You know, it's, I, it's certainly some of those things are up for debate, but I think in large part it was a great proposal, something we can all work off of and, and to, to make the system better.
0: Okay, we got a question about four rows back on the left. Uh, Kirk Bowles from the Austin American Statesman. Lincoln, you started 0-2 last year and still won the league. Uh, what statement do you feel like that made for Oklahoma as a program? And do you want your players to think
1: that y'all just own this conference? <laughs> we could go a lot of ways with that one. Um, I don't know about the statement. I mean, I, each year is its own year, and I know, you know we all want to write and talk about, you know, Know, streaks or, or winning this many, and that's all great. But I think, you know, for that team, it was an opportunity with with so many things not going our way. Some within our control, some not within our control of who we were gonna, you know, who we were gonna be. Uh, I do think it shows the the championship DNA of this program that I felt like our team was not gonna accept, uh, you know, mediocrity. And uh, so I, I very much appreciate about that team. Um, we have a lot of respect for this league we have a lot of respect for what it takes to win this league and it's not. I think a lot of times on the outside it's people just think it's a given and it's. Anybody that thinks that doesn't know college football you know they they, they haven't been inside the ropes they don't understand it it, it is. It, it takes so much and it's so hard and there's everybody's a good coach and everybody has good players and. Uh, each year is so different each game is so different so. Um, you know, we're, we're excited about some of the success that we've had, but we know that's not going to make a whole lot of difference in this coming year. we gotta we got to go do it again. Final
0: question for Coach on the outside left. Brandon Drum, 247SportsOUInsider.com. Uh, you talked about your defensive improvement this past couple of years, uh, in particular last year. Can you pinpoint kind of the moment that you guys thought, okay, you're, you're kind of getting over that hump with your confidence and the overall growth on the defensive side of the ball. And then secondly, as far as your recruiting goes, did you guys change up how you decided you were going to go about recruiting defensive players, pinpointing different type of guys? Uh, and I guess that's it.
1: Yeah, defensively, uh, you know, I don't know that there was the, the Eureka you know, Hollywood moment. Uh, I think you felt – just kind of constant improvement, you know, from day one. And, and uh, you know, we've made some big, big plays and big games, especially the out games over the last few years. And I think those in particular do something for the psyche and confidence of an of a individual player or side of the ball that, that are hard to duplicate. Uh, but I, I think it's just been a real consistent process. And I'd really point to the defensive line really becoming a strength of this team and... You know, one of the best defensive lines in college football. That, that That's, you know, really stands out to me. Uh, and as far as recruiting, yeah, we have changed in some ways what we look for. You know, I would say the probably the defensive front and the secondary the most. You know, we've really put a premium on, you know, trying to get bigger in the secondary. Um, and I think that's improved. There was several years stretched there where we were pretty small across the board. Not that you can't have one small guy here and there, but you, you don't want the – you know you don't want to roll out with four or five eight guys uh out there in the secondary and so we, we certainly look a lot different there you know and then and then the front you know with us being so attacking single gap so much movement the premium has been on obviously big guys but the athleticism there and even if it's a big monster that's a plug or two gap guy he's really we're not really recruiting that body type anymore we want guys that can win one-on-ones that can penetrate, uh, that can get in the backfield and cause havoc. And uh, so those have been the two biggest changes uh, from a defensive recruiting philosophy.
0: Okay, Coach, thanks a lot for your comments and answers, and best of luck for the season. All right, thank you.